Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome, everybody, to Leadership Development News. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. My esteemed co-host is here today. You know, and Kathy and I have been doing this now for 14 years. We have helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. And we're always interested in giving you a few tips, tools that you could use as a leader, some of it maybe as a parent, maybe as a coach. What can you do a little differently? What could you do a little more? Is there something you should do a little less? And today with the uh, pandemic, we know that about 42% of people are experiencing anxiety and or depression. Emotions are all heightened. And we want to give you some input, you know, about managing emotions. Today we're also going to be looking about what we would call the brain drain. You know, is the brain drain real, and what do we do to have a brain gain? Also, how do we motivate people? How do we motivate ourselves with this? You know, are there some key actions? And we're zeroing in on what are the things that you can do differently. Often this idea of emotional brilliance is what's something that if you think about a target, what's right in the middle, the bullseye? that you could do more of, that you could do less of, and so in the moment you can be brilliant. And so let me bring on my uh, brilliant co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. Thanks, Relly. I'm absolutely thrilled to be here today. We're going to have a good time with our friend, uh, Zaina Goshub, and we're going to talk about, uh, obviously, a little bit more than brain drain. We're going to talk about why the brain is, uh, you know, such a delicate organ. You know, we, we really take our brains for uh, granted most of the time. And think about all the work, right? I'm stressing your brain out right now. <laughs> think about all the work that each of us do every day that the brain and the heart choreograph through connections in the spinal cord, you know, to get us uh, just to focus on our day, let alone be functional. And I'm so excited to have our dear friend, Dr. Zaina Goshub Alaswad with us today. Um, I don't know if you're going to introduce her or you'd like yeah. me to introduce her. I'm just so excited to have her here. Okay. We'll get, we'll jump into it. So let me introduce uh, Zaina here. Both Kathy and I know Zaina very well. Uh, Zaina, uh, or Dr. Gusub and her husband, Dr. Alaswad and myself, uh, have an organization called Vital Signs, Vital Skills, where we have a book uh, together called Physician Burnout, really working with physicians and healthcare workers to prevent burnout. And uh, Zaina has a PhD in behavior and counseling. She is a wellness and executive coach, and uh, her and her husband were born in uh Lebanon, you know, educated here in the United States, but Zaina is the president of the International Coach Federation in Lebanon. She actually started that chapter. Uh, she's the highest ranking coach uh, in Lebanon. She just won an award for being a leader, a woman's leader in the Middle East. Um, aside from being a, a certified coach, and she is the professional certified coach. She also is a registered dietitian, has a clinic in Lebanon that she has worked with people um, for years. She has been on TV uh, in Lebanon and, and was an expert, interviewed, um, you know, usually weekly there. And she's also a... Oh, she's yeah, a, she's like the Oprah of the Middle East. <laughs> she's the, yeah, that's a good way to say it. That's how she's I the think Oprah of the Zana, Middle East. You know? She's also the founder and creator of a nonprofit uh, organization that helps feed and close several families and individuals on a yearly basis. And um, she's 
has many different articles and books along with the physician burnout one. So, Zaina, welcome, our good friend. Hi, hello, hello. It's so great to be with both of you here. I'm so excited to be here, and thank you for this uh, lengthy introduction. (laughs) Well, you know, every word of it is true, and I'll just add to it, Zaina. For those of you who are listening, Zaina and I are going to have a fantastic announcement for you all, especially if you are an executive woman who is looking for a network of other women to support you, to love you, and to bring wellness into your life financially, uh, from any kind uh, of a unique corporate vantage point. Uh, Zane and I will be announcing something at the end of March, um, and we'll, we'll leave it at that right now, and it'll be a surprise. But Zaina, we are so happy to have you with us today. And I'm so happy to be here, Kathy. It's always a pleasure chatting with you both. So, Zaina, this is great because I think, Kathy, I know you well, but it also I think we want to be able to kind of ask some different questions that, we, we, you know, we, typically we're talking about our families, we're talking about our in, endeavors. But, you know, I don't know this. Um, tell me, how, how did you get involved in uh, wellness, dietetics, counseling, what were like some of the, you know, early influences that you said, oh, this is where I want to get into. And, you know, part of this, I know, you know, you have your very talented kids and daughter. I have uh, my daughter who's 23, who I think my wife talked to her yesterday. She's like, yeah, I think she's leaning towards counseling, you know, and it's like that unique mm-hmm. age of saying, okay, what, what should I, what should I do with my life? So, Tell me how, you know, how did you kind of get into this field and what were some of your influences? That's a very interesting question, uh, Rally. Um, you know, uh, I was brought up in the war in, in Lebanon and um, one of my earliest uh, uh, memories uh, in the war was how can I serve? So it actually started from that. Needless to say, I I have I was born in in Africa. I lived in Europe in uh, England um, in my preteen years, and in my teen years, I came to Lebanon, where there was uh, a lot of uh, war. So I've been uh, around a lot, and um, but my first instinct uh, was. From what I've seen in in Ghana, where I was born, and uh, what I've seen in even Europe and Lebanon was this idea of service. And um, actually, uh, when I jumped into uh, the field of nutrition and dietetics, uh, it was by the influence of a great woman that's a teacher, and she's one of my greatest cheerleaders now, um, that actually no one knew about nutrition in, in the early 90s uh, in, in Lebanon. So uh, it was like, what, are you going to become a cook or, or what? So, uh, so the importance of uh, just having this food as being medicine was so fascinating for me. And and this is where the journey began. And then when I started practicing dietetics, it 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 surged into okay. So most of this is behavior linked, and I need to know more. And I bumped into coaching, and then I met you at the College of Executive Coaching, and then I wanted to know more. And and from there on, uh, it was an endless learning process of. Uh, of uh, wanting to understand more about human behavior and counseling and and um, the, the the art of coaching actually and the link to wellness and how how as a human being can we really be well and and what does actually wellness mean and um, to to every individual and uh, what do you do you need to be well. So this is a brief uh, interest in from my, where I began, and it's uh, it's a very uh, beautiful journey. And now it's at its peak, I, I guess, in in helping others even more 
and thousands and thousands of people uh, doing that. And uh, I feel so blessed doing that. Well, we're we're so blessed to have you, Zena. And you know, I know you and Relly uh, and Naeem, your amazing husband, who works across multiple emergency rooms. Uh, it, you know, you are focused on healthcare uh, and healthcare workers because mm-hmm. as frontline heroes, they need you. We also have populations of corporate leaders who are listening to us, corporate coaches and law enforcement and military professionals who need you just as much. And coming from the background you just described, you know, war-torn Middle East and uh, having lived your life in so many different venues uh, and centers of unrest, uh, it, it just, uh, just behooves me to speak to the array of information you have for all of our colleagues uh, you know, in in, in the first uh, responder category. But, you know, for everybody today who's listening, I also want you to know that Zaina is, uh, she's going to be featured in our Emotional Brilliance Academy. You won't want to miss her. She's going to be talking about leadership in the brain. We are so excited to have her as part of our program. And Zaina, as you talk to us today uh, about is brain drain real? Let me just kind of set the tone here. You know, there's this whole science of personality, right? We, we can talk about emotional intelligence. We can talk about positive psychology. But the brain is where we have, um, you know, our secrets uh, of being more likable, um, you know, finding our inner voice and the power of happiness. And it's, it's the first thing people meet is our brain, what comes out of our mouth. You know, it's how others will perceive Mm -hmm. us. Um, It's where we learn to be optimistic, and it's where we unlock our creativity. So you can start anywhere. How about that? Start anywhere in any of those subjects. And then Riley and I just want to have a a gracious conversation with you on behalf of our audience. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, when when we uh, when you called me to have this conversation, you said you wanted to focus a bit on COVID and and this aspect. And when I when I looked in in um, in into the literature and into the many uh, physicians I have been working with, and the many people that have actually uh, got the virus and have healed from the virus. So, and what does this mean in, in terms of its fogginess, in terms of its wellness? So, the the people actually, so we have two categories here. You have the category of people that are actually in the stress zone and uh, fighting uh, the COVID issue, being in the healthcare or being as a normal citizen that is um, just trying to deal with the day-to-day things that they are going through economy-wise, fear-wise, and all of that. And you have the people that have already recovered from the uh, so-called COVID-19 disease and um, or virus. And now with the repercussions. And what we're finding, and I will start with the latter, is that there's a lot of uh, fogging in the brain going on uh, at this level. And uh, what I mean by fogging is that people have been seen to be, the literature is now showing all across uh, China, and I have a lot of references for uh, your uh, listeners, uh, uh, for that is that they are not focused. Uh, they are um, uh, having dyslex- dyslexic uh, behavior uh, in, in wording. Um, they are tired. Their brain is, is, is very tired uh, in doing the, the day-to-day activities that they are uh, used to doing in the first place. And um, and there are many ways, definitely, to combat that. But this is one of the major things that I have been I have been seeing with many people that have contracted the the COVID uh, uh, virus. 
And the other two are different. Now, if we, the other categories are different and that is all yep, stress-related and um, that's a whole segment to talk about. Yes. yes. And so I want you to pause right there because what you just said is very powerful. Very, very powerful. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, Zaina, I want you to tell us a little bit more about some of these post-COVID fogs that people are falling into that really don't come to light in the health, uh, I'll say, um, headlines, you know, because people don't want to talk about what happens to you after COVID. But I think it's important, and it's definitely real. So don't go away. We'll be right back with Dr. Zaina Goshup Alizwad, and she's going to be talking about brain drain, and it's real. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Today, expertise equals credibility. When you know what to do and how to do it, people follow because they acknowledge that you know more. However, stepping up in your career eventually pushes you out of your comfort zone of expertise. How you lead at those moments requires new skills. We're here to show you how to survive and thrive. Join me, Wanda Wallace, on Out of the Comfort Zone at Voice America Business Channel. You can find more information at Leadership Forum INC. Say It Skillfully is my new radio show about being who you really are and saying what you think needs to be said. This is your host, Molly Chang. Call up you find the right words to tackle any difficult conversation or ticklish situation you've been avoiding. Whether you're part of a small project team or leading a giant company, the more you accept that you're part of the problem, the faster you can be part of the solution. Learn how to be happier, healthier, and more productive at work and in life. Join me live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with our Good friend, Dr. Zaina Gusub. And uh, Zaina, before the break, you know, Kathy was talking about just COVID and some of the remnants of COVID, how it may affect your health, how it may affect your brain. And so let's kind of, you know, zoom back in there. And uh, I'll also just mention that if people want more information, you know, about you and some of the work, you know, the, one of the websites is www.vitalsigns vitalskills.com where you have more information about some of the work that Zaina's doing. So go ahead, Zaina. Sorry, I got a bit disconnected. Uh, I couldn't hear what you were saying, Randy. Yeah, I think it's just a follow-up on kind of the residual that you've seen around COVID, effects on, on the body, effects on the brain, you know, that you've seen. We have to be very, very clear in, in, uh, when we say research, um, because this has been only for a year now. So um, as a researcher myself, we need to be very delicate in, in the term of, of uh, in, in this terminology. But for the, for the past 11 months or so, uh, I, I think there have been um, more than 
uh, 5.4 million scholarly articles published uh, to the end of November in 2020 that have referred to COVID-19 in some way. And, uh, and of course, this is a result of tens of thousands of uh, research from all around the world focusing on the last 11 months on the critical issue of, uh, of the day in terms of uh, COVID-19. So still that is young, but it is still, it is the main uh, object of research and focus. Uh, before we went to commercial, we were talking about um, brain uh, drain and uh, um, COVID-19. I, I would like to share that I, I have personally experienced uh, COVID-19 firsthand with, with my family. So both my husband and my daughter have contracted the disease, uh, the, the virus in um, in August, and uh, it was very interesting to see firsthand some um, brain fog uh, appearing. And this is where the research started uh, on uh, from my behalf. Is that I I saw my daughter, that's 19 years old, uh, forgetting a lot of things and not being focused in her studies. Uh, and that is around two months after her recovery. Uh, we took some time for her to uh, to see if if it was because of of the virus that she is she lost a lot of weight. Um, there was a lot of hair loss, uh, but uh, the main issue was the forgetfulness and the lack of focus. Um, the same happened with my husband, and as, as you said, he's also a physician, and uh, we, we recognize this, that it is an effect. Now, uh, six months into it, almost, uh, you can see that there is a fading of uh, that matter, but uh, it definitely existed. Uh, and looking at the literature, it seems that there are um, this is one of the dozens of unusual symptoms that have emerged in the COVID-19 patients. And it's called COVID brain or uh, COVID fog. And it's characterized by confusion, headaches, uh, loss of short-term memory. And in severe cases, it can also lead to psychosis and even seizures. So it is a thing that uh, very it is very important that and, and needs to be addressed. And uh, how to get about it also and deal with it is, is very important. And definitely it will cause uh, a, a big drain on our brains. So, Zena, you, you know, you just talked about two different generations of individuals so, who have had, you know, this, this similar uh, effect. Uh, what are you doing uh, as a practitioner uh, to support, you know, your family and to advise others how to deal with these post-COVID uh, fog? Uh, great. And, uh, yes, I have, uh, there's a lot of things, actually, that have been done. And uh, what I have done specifically with my daughter and husband are a lot of things, and it affects several parts of the wellness wheel but most importantly we start physically with um, the ability to get back on their feet and start exercising again because you know with with COVID uh, there's a, a very big element of fatigue so uh, within two months of uh, n them not being able to do anything, getting them back on their feet with exercise, any type of exercise, and even just 10 minutes or 20 minutes a, a day, that was very important. The second uh, element was their nutrition. So um, as uh, a Mediterranean uh, person, uh, we focused a lot on the Mediterranean diet also, and that includes a lot of uh, olive oil, a lot of um, fish, 
uh, a, a very limited uh, alcohol, for, of course, not for the 19-year-old. Uh, um, a lot of um, green leafy vegetables uh, and a lot of um, citrus fruits and uh, introducing uh, even some more supplements that are uh, very rich in zinc, uh, a very high dose of vitamin C, uh, which is around 2,000 milligrams, and a multivitamin on a daily basis. That is from the physical aspect. But then the mental aspect, and that is actually to rejuvenate the brain and to boost the immune system. Uh, and then from the uh, emotional and and uh, being emotional and mental well-being, because there is some literature also that talks about uh, uh, being a bit more anxious or depressed. Uh, I have uh, detected this a bit with the family, but I have seen it more with clients I'm working with. Um, also working more on boosting their mental uh, uh, well-being by working more on seeing what is draining them and uh, helping them identify this through coaching methods. You know, one of the things that I was thinking about as you were talking, one of the models that we've been using and, and see if you utilize this with your either client and or family, you know, is, is a process that Kathy and I have in our Emotional Brilliance book, Name, N-A-M-E, different than your husband, uh, Naeem. Uh, but the N is notice and name the emotion. The A is accept it. And then the M you talked about is manage actions, manage thoughts. And then the E, express it. But I'm just wondering about, you know, knowing, you know, your family Around the A for accepting, anything that you've kind of seen that's been a challenge, you know, with, with your daughter Maria or, or uh, Naeem about accepting this idea that I have some brain fog or accepting that, um, you know, I'm not operating at the level I want? Because I think that's, that's really challenging. Um. Love what you uh, said, really, because actually, yes, there was a challenge. Um, and, and as you know, um, one is a physician, the other is a psychology, philosophy, double major uh, uh, person, and she's a, also a, a national uh, um, athlete uh, in taekwondo. So, uh, so they are both on the achiever side, yes. and and that was very difficult. And uh, difficult for them to accept, first of all, that they're going through that, mm-hmm. and um, it was uh, very tiresome, of course, for the family to deal with. That. And you can see this with anyone, with any anyone yeah. that is an overachiever and a person that uh, uh, is at a different level and success is very important to them. So one of the really, really actually the, the best ways to deal with that is just as we do as coaches, like really walking the talk and letting them talk about what they're going through. Uh, without any judgment and uh, without any labeling uh, of of the subject because this is something that is new and uh, everyone is going through it at the same time. So really highly adaptation uh, skills and the flexibility of uh, letting them express where they are. Right. Yeah, I can imagine, uh, you know, for your family, but anybody, I think, and it can be interesting here for you about the kind of the acceptance part, because I think in our model, we have a lot of strategies about manage and all that, but it, um, it really is being okay, and then maybe this is where some of the positive psychology comes in around this is temporary, or believing it's temporary. Now, there may be people that it's not temporary, you know, but it's just accepting the, the residual effects of COVID.
Kathy, have a comment on that? Yeah, I mean, to me, uh, this whole idea of giving people an opportunity to uh, express uh, the concern uh, that they have and the feelings they have, as I've said on many shows, we throw around terms like depression and anxiety like we know what we're talking about and we have all the answers. And I think a lot of practitioners, whether they are medical or professional coaches or educators um, or parents, are using that language because it's the only language they have to describe something, right? As you've always said, right? Name it to tame it, right? That's the great uh, Alcoholics Anonymous phrase. But the reality is really to Zaina's point We want everybody around us to feel good, right? We want everybody around us to feel like uh, they're, you know, radiating their normal, natural self. And if we emphasize those words like anxiety and depression, what we're doing is we're shutting down their ability to even describe what they're feeling. And I think what Zaina does so beautifully as she articulated here, is just give people the opportunity to share and recognize this is a glimpse of what they're feeling. We don't need to necessarily name it, but the person that they are projecting to you during this post-COVID series of events is so critical. There's There's a section here rally in terms of um, is, is the way we work with uh, any model and it's that when your wellness is compromised I mean your physical wellness is compromised um, you don't have the ability to function yeah. uh, emotionally or mentally uh, and no, learning how to do that is um is, is very difficult, but at the same time, it, it is doable. So actually, and this is one of the major things I do on a daily basis is because I, I do a lot of wellness and leadership work, uh, is that identifying how well you are uh, in your life at, at different levels and how happy you are, how... Um, how are you in your element or or you're not so understanding that is 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 very important and coming out of a virus uh, sometimes it's it's very difficult to assess that and you just you you think you can move on uh the way you used to but actually uh, in in reality you cannot do that and you really need to understand that and the people around you need to understand that also yeah, I think it's kind of understanding that this is just, it's a, it's a process. And I think where the, the, you know, notice or normalize what's going on. Again, this is so new, as, as you're saying, Zaina, that it's hard to know what's normal or not, you know, because it's, you know, a year now that we've been dealing with it. But I think the idea of just knowing that other people are, are feeling anxious, feeling depressed, maybe not functioning as well, and that they're getting over it. And I know many times as a psychologist, just normalizing someone's process, you know, all of a sudden kind of puts them at ease because otherwise they're ruminating on it and worrying, is is this ever going to stop? Am I ever going to get to where I was? That ruminating then uh, counters, you know, all their, their wellness like you're talking about. And we know if you just stick with rumination, which we all have with COVID and people we've lost, that five to ten minutes of just ruminating, you know, starts to work away at the brain drain. We know about working memory and lack of impulse control. So one of the ways of getting our uh, handles on this rumination process or worry process, you know, with a professional like all three of us can help normalize that and maybe they just take a, a deep breath and, and can let go of some of the rumination. So, Relly, we're going to go to a, a quick break. 
uh, and I believe this is going to be the last break we have because we want to spend a lot of good time with Zena to the top of the hour. And I just want everybody to come back uh, after this break and think about this. You know, everyone you meet uh, sees your personality differently um, based partly on the chemistry between you. So keep in mind as you think about your brain drain and how you are coming across to others that that social effect, that social effect, the way your personality impacts people around you is the way you'll know when something about your brain and the way you're processing information has shifted. So we're going to come back. We're going to talk about ways to save our brain. And hopefully Zaina and Relly will have more to share. I'm sure they do. So don't go away. Come right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with Dr. Zena Gusum, she is uh, uh, my partner along with her husband in Vital Signs, Vital Skills. You can go there and to that website and get more information, more tools. Kathy and I have the website www.emotionalbrilliance.com, and you know our network of experts uh, can give you a lot of information to follow up on some of the things that we're talking about. And then, Zaina, before the break, Kathy was kind of priming us around the social interaction. I think it's an interesting metric. Uh, Kathy, what do other people notice uh, about what's going on? And, and because it's hard to notice it with ourselves. And I think, Zaina, I know uh, from our work together, you have the wellness wheel that is a really a broad spectrum of a variety of kind of optics around wellness. And maybe you can brief us a little bit about that, and I think I know one of them is that whole social context. Definitely. So 
when you're working with wellness, you, you definitely need to go through the whole uh, broad aspect of things to understand uh, where where are where are your leaders. Um, uh, successes and where are their upgrades? One of them is definitely a social, social wellness, and in it uh, we look at developing a sense of uh, the connection, belonging, and a, a, a very well developed support system. And just imagine, as I go through the wheel, what is happening in the time of COVID for people that have actually contracted the virus and for people that are afraid of the contagion so uh, uh, and the stresses of going along with it. So um, this wellness wheel, and we can definitely put it up in our uh, uh, interview later on, talks about the first part, the social wellness, and if you want to... Um, Go ahead and, and grade yourself from uh, 1 to 10, 1 being the lowest and 10 being uh, the highest, or 1 to 5, 1 being the lowest, 5 being the highest, on where you are right now in, in your social wellness and how do you feel. The other aspect is your emotional wellness. And the emotional wellness is um, how are you coping now effectively with life and creating um, satisfying relationships. Uh, where are you with that? The third element is the spiritual wellness and um, expanding our sense of purpose and meaning in life is what comes to mind when we talk about spiritual wellness. Again, if you can um, uh, just Give yourself uh, a number of, on where you are uh, there and see what you can do about it. The intellectual wellness and uh, is the fourth one. And that is basically recognizing your creative abilities and, and finding ways to expand your knowledge and skills. The fifth one is your physical wellness. And um, it's recognizing... Um, your activity, your sleep, uh, your uh, uh, your food, your nutrition. Uh, what else do you need for your physical wellness? Uh, the sixth is the emotion, the environmental wellness, and uh, where you uh, uh, look at good health by occupying pleasant, stimulating environments that support your well-being. There is also the uh, financial wellness and uh, how happy are you with your current and future and financial situations and everything is, is very foggy at this level for many millions of people. And, uh, and the last one is your occupational wellness and that is uh, your personal satisfaction and the enrichment derived from your work and what you do in life. So as you see, this is a comprehensive model to start understanding where you are and what are your needs. And, and you can see, uh, really, um, and Kathy, how most of these uh, parameters are actually compromised in, this, uh, in these days because of COVID, for the people that actually have contracted the, the virus and for the people that are still afraid and the impact that uh, it has caused on them. So that is only just a small tool to start with on assessing where we are and to go further uh, in the learning of uh, how we can um, find solutions to where uh, someone is. So, Zaina, as you're talking about the wellness wheel, I have a picture in my head uh, of like a pizza. And so the physical might be things like exercise, uh, maintaining a healthy diet, uh, even things like mm -hmm. alcohol consumption, right? Uh, the intellectual pieces, right, the, the way that you are connecting to information might be reading a book or watching documentaries on television or media or even listening here, for example, 
Is, is that is that pretty accurate? Mm-hmm. Yes, very accurate. Yeah, it could be where you are. Yes, and, and it is like a pizza, and it is shaped like a, yeah, it, it's a pizza, and it's uh, uh, different pieces and slices. And understanding what works for you uh, in each one. And where are right. you? So I just want what to- are you able to... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, no, absolutely. I'm sorry, there's a, a little delay. I'm just trying to give our audience some things to think about on the scale of 1 to 10, for example. So in spiritual, be yeah. kind of living according to your beliefs. Um, even meditation, you know, Relly is a, a great meditator, right? Um, so are we practicing some self-care rituals in, in spiritual? Mm-hmm. How about, um, you know, when we look at uh, the context of environmental which I don't think you talked about, but it but impact us, for example, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Are we even cleaning up after ourselves? You know, doing simple things that, that keep our environment clean. And then, as you said, financial, right? Are, are we actually thinking about our money? So many people have, have gotten themselves into financial difficulty because they didn't have a nest egg during COVID. Um, and then finally, you know, the emotional. Are you maintaining your sleep and, and seeking help when you need it? And using name, as, as Relly described, are you naming your emotions? Are you accepting them? Are you fighting them? Are you managing them? Or are they creating madness? And are you engaging them? And are they energizing you? Or are they taking your energy away? Yes. The vampires and the empires, as you, you talk about <laughs> <laughs> so, Zaina, so where, like, so for our listeners, um, given you know that is a broad spectrum, Kathy just went kind of through it too. Like, what are a couple of the key tips? You know, that, like, and I think we want to enter with folks. Kathy and I, you know, one of our first things we did this year was talking about, um, you know, new behaviors and some of these uh, habit hacks. You know, the things that we can do uh, and something somebody's already doing that we can kind of add one of these wellness things to it. You know, are there a couple things that you kind of try to use as an as a entry and you know, we can leave people with a few tips? Sure. So um, uh, it depends on the segment we're working with, but uh, are we talking about the, the whole segment? Yeah. I mean, okay, so if you had to pick one or two that you know, we can leave them with some tips. I mean, you talked a little bit already about nutrition and in front of the brain fog, you know, I don't know if it will be so mm-hmm. social or the spiritual is also the purpose piece, um, you know, so what, or the social, what are a couple things that people could take away? I would like to talk about the stress, actually, <laughs> and, okay. uh, which affects, I was just going to say, guys, I just want to bring to your attention, we only have about maybe five minutes left, um, Mm-hmm. So I just want to bring everybody's attention to that. Yeah. So, uh, it, in in terms of uh, emotions, is identification as you talked about more really um, uh, having the ability to identify and express those emotions and what to do about it in terms of your thinking. Um, uh, try to see are you focused more on the negatives in the day or the positives in the day? Do you have difficulty thinking clearly and concentrating? Do you have excessive worrying? Uh, Where are you uh, with that? With respect to your uh, behavior, um, are you consuming more alcohol, more illegal drugs, more tobacco, uh, more food uh, to actually um, uh, alleviate your stress. Um, how are your outbursts uh, and your irritability? Monitor your difficulty in uh, relaxing or sleeping. Uh, is there any frequent uh, uh, crying? And your energy levels also are uh, um, an indicator. And um, Basically, what can you? What are you doing to relax? Are you taking deep breaths? Are you stretching? Are you meditating? 
Are you engaging in pleasurable hobbies? Um, are you pacing yourself between stressful activities and doing something fun after a hard task? Are you allowing yourself to relax, eating that good meal, listening to music, uh, taking a bath, um, talking about your feelings, limiting exposure uh, to media uh, and to constant negative media? So actually really paying attention to your body and um, and looking at the warning spots and signs of stress and um, recognizing how your past experiences have affected your way of handling uh, an, an event. And, and try to connect with your community even by Zoom or by uh, WhatsApp or any anything, but just at least connect with people uh, on a daily basis. You know, I think that last thing that you're yeah. saying, Kathy, you brought up before, is the, the social connection. You know, that's a simple thing. A lot of times we talk about these micro-initiatives that can have a macro-impact. You know, can you connect with a family member? You know, uh, who who haven't you touched base with? You know, it could be uh, a good friend. It could be someone in your family. And just that social connection, you know, really can release some of the neurotransmitters, the oxy- oxytocin, that sense of trust, that serotonin, you know, hearing some of those key words. So those are simple things that people can do. And the last thing would be, what can you savor? And we all know, you know, we've all done this around gratitude. What are the things that you have gratitude to Can you start your day that way? I heard this uh, yesterday on a podcast. You know, when you have a success, can you celebrate like a wild person? I love that because it's like, oh, not only celebrate, but celebrate like a wild person. Well, we've come to the end of this episode. And, uh, Zaina, I just want to thank you. I know Relly and I deeply, deeply appreciate everything that you do uh, around the world to support people. Uh, we love you personally and professionally, and I'm sure our audience will too. Just want to make sure that everybody knows that Zaina is featured on our Emotional Brilliance Academy. And today you're going to get a free bonus. Uh, it will include a piece on brain drain and the wellness wheel. And we are so happy to have all of you with us. So please download your seven-day free access to the Emotional Brands Academy at eblifebook.com backslash free trial. And Zaina, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank, thank you, Zaina. Thank, thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Riley. Thank you to our audience. And remember to tune in to tune up your performance. We'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.